0: Good morning, and welcome to the Happy Knee Radio Show. Thank you for joining me on this awesome Saturday. It's actually raining here in New York, but still absolutely wonderful. You're listening to the Happy Knee Knee Radio Show on Blake Radio Network's Rainbow Soul. I created this radio show after healing my anterior cruciate ligament without surgery and without medical intervention. I now work with clients to help them relieve their knee pain and get real solutions immediately in a holistic and um, natural way. So if you have knee pain now or you know someone that does and you just really want solutions, you want something that works, email me at lillian at thehappyknee.com and we can then discuss different ways to help you get to a happy knee, and really get to solutions that allow you to live your life. So the, the Happy Knee Radio Show is really here to discuss all things that have to do with a happy knee. What is a happy knee? A happy knee is a knee that allows you to live the life that you want. And it's a knee, giving you a knee that doesn't get in the way of you living your life, but actually helps you live your life. And so a lot of times, you know the mindset that some people have is, you know, oh, I'm getting older. Knee pain comes to the territory. Here at the Happy Me, we don't, we don't like go along with that. So it's really about figuring out how you can live, you know, a long period of time, but also make sure that that period of time <clears throat> is full of quality, full of, you know, living without pain. So that is what the happy knee is here for and really helping you to get there. So today's topic, your mind and your knee. Again, I'll say your mind and your knee. So if you have knee pain or if you had um, a torn ACL, there can be a toll that is taken on your energy level, on your mentality on the level of positivity that you are able to share with the world. And for that reason, we're going to discuss your mind and your needs. So what exercises can you do to calm down, to let go of stress? What exercises can you do, uh, whether it's yoga or physical, to really help to Make sure that you're able to keep a positive mindset. And what role does the positive mindset play in your new recovery? Is it really that big? So those are the questions that we're going to really address as well as touch upon um, today. And at the end of the show, you will walk away with the tools needed to really get yourself in a positive mindset and to to, to better understand the role of positive thought, the role of how you think. You know, going through your day and how that plays in your recovery, how that plays in you're having a happy need. So, I'm going to discuss, start with the role of stress and how it contributes to your quality of life. Now, when you have a like stress is going to be there no matter what, and there are a few quotes, well, I'll, I'll touch on it too, that kind of give us the floor plan or the blueprint on how to manage stress. And so some people might say, you know, just get rid of all things that are stress. Another quote is, well, thing I guess is, you don't get rid of stress, you manage it. And so it's kind of like the mindset that things are always going to come up that are challenging, and it's just really training your mind more so on how to manage it. Because it's going to be—it's inevitable—and that is one um, area of thought that I think is helpful. So instead of just trying to omit it and training yourself to really just not handle stress, it's just being prepared in case it does occur, right? And so we'll have techniques on how to do that later on. But um, in terms of your stress, I really wanted to touch on it as a a big overview as well because I'm not sure um, some of my listeners you may have heard of blue zones. Um, if not, no worries. I recently found out about it myself. And a blue zone is basically parts of the world where people live the longest. And they found that when they researched these blue zones where people live the longest, that there were certain patterns or things that they, behaviors that they had or um, characteristics about their community that made it so that they lived longer. And most importantly, there are three areas that you need to make sure that you're touching on in order to ensure that your life is long. And that is extremely important to me, but not only that it's long, but it's of good quality. And so those three areas that that came into play um, when measuring that. Well, that that came up as very you know key in terms of contributing to someone being in an area during this long period of time. Were what they ate, their activity level, and last but most certainly not least, stress level. Now, it might sound interesting, but I understand, or my interpretation of just media and all that, is we do not look at stress as a factor in terms of health. So we're frequently told, okay, you know, go on a diet, exercise, but stress is not really emphasized, or the management of stress, or the the elimination of it. So in addition to adding years to your life, reducing stress, and being able to manage it better will contribute to how you operate while you are recovering from a knee injury or while you are, you know, healing. Um, I, guess I kind of want to somewhat interrupt myself, but I'm going to give you guys a calling number. The calling number is 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. If you have questions, absolutely call in and definitely visit thehappyknee.com and get your happy knee gift, which will give you immediate knee, knee pain relief and give you solutions more importantly on what you can do to get rid of your knee pain. And there's things that you can do at home, low cost, and they're easy to do. So make sure that you get your happy knee gift and you know, set yourself up for a pain-free living. And so back to our topic, which is your mind and your knee pain, your mind and your knee. And so I remember when I tore my ACL, I was absolutely bummed. I was freaking out. I was thinking, I'm never going to be able to work out again. I'm never going to be able to um, perform at the level of activity that I did previously, like I was a B1 athlete. Um, I like to, you know, stay in shape and I was like, you know, I, I was just, I was kind of in a, I was in a, under, what do you call it? Um, a black cloud. Yeah. I was under a black cloud. I was, I was not happy, but then I realized the importance of really sticking to it. Number one, being patient as well as staying positive and surrounding yourself with positive people that really encourage you. And so when you have, you know, a knee injury, don't make, you know, sulking or being sad your default. Really be proactive in being around individuals that are going to lift you up and in really flooding your life with some of your favorite things. If you have a favorite movie, if you have a favorite activity, um, you know, non-physical, of course, that you like to do or you have a favorite person you want to call a family member and speak to them, then, you know, do that. And it will really, really make a huge impact on how you recover, if you recover, you know, and as you move into the stage of being able to work out, for example, with an ACL tear, the first stage, you are really kind of trying not to move. But in the second stage, you are able to start increasing your activity level. And for that reason, you want to make sure that you're in a positive mood so that you will go to the gym or that you will do an exercise as opposed to kind of feeling defeated. And I'm able to say that because that's, that's what happens. Like that what, that's what would occur on some days. And i go, like, you know what? I just don't want to work out today. I don't want to do my exercises. I'm kind of bummed. And so for that reason, you really want to be aware of the role that your mind plays and helping to make sure that you recover. And back to Blue Zones, you know, in a lot of the communities where people were living the longest, they had the factor of um, social. So they had people to speak with and keep in contact with. And it wasn't just, you know, okay, I'm eating healthy and I'm working out and you're in isolation. You have to make sure that you're taking care of your mind as well. And so that, that's making sure that you have close friends or that you are being social and getting out, you know, say if you don't have a whole bunch of people around you, even going out to take a walk and being around people can have a positive impact on your recovery and on your mental health. So we touched on one of my favorite topics, which is um, blue zone. And how they contribute, how, you know, certain factors contribute to your long life. And how those same factors, you know, mindset being the main one and reducing stress being the main one, how that can also contribute to the recovery of your needs. So it's like, okay, this is great information. This is awesome. So great. But it's like, okay, well, what can you do? And so, there are definitely practices that you can do to one, relieve your stress, and um, avoid it, right? So there, you know, as I was stated earlier, there are two kind of thought, which are eliminate stress and one is reduce stress. My idea is that I lean more towards, you know, you want to reduce stress or at least learn how to manage it more so, um, because going to come up. We so might as well be prepared. However, you can still audit your life and figure out, okay, where can I eliminate stress? Where am I um, taking in stress unnecessarily, right? And so the first thing in terms of touching on stress and making sure that you're in the best mindset and you're best prepared for your knee recovery or getting rid of your knee pain would be reducing your stress. How can you reduce your stress? As you go through your week, as you go through your day, take note of when you feel stressed, like when your chest kind of tightens up a little bit, or take note of when you feel uncomfortable. Are there certain people? Is there a certain environment that's maybe triggering that? And if that is the case, if it is an environment, or if it is people, you know, do the best that you can to remove yourself from that environment and distance or limit your time with those individuals. And so, you know, if it's social, you might say, you know what, I'm going to pass on this activity. If it is the workplace, depending on where you are, you can be, you know, strategic and kind of avoiding those situations. And that will see. And then measure again the next week how do I feel? Was that technique effective in terms of removing myself from an environment or reducing my interaction with specific individuals? And, you know, really flooding your life with positivity. And so the other on the other hand of reducing, you want to maintain balance, you want to make sure that you're replacing. So replace it with positive individuals. Replace it with your favorite song, replace it with things that make you feel good. And it might even take a while for you to figure out what those things are. But this is touching on something that we're not touching we're not specifically going over today, but just self-care. And it's important because if you are running on empty, you know, you have nothing to give to anybody else. And especially when you are going through a knee recovery, it's extremely, extremely helpful to make sure that, you are taking care of yourself because you need even more care, right? So that's one hand of reducing, you know, the stress in your life. Now, what if, you know, it's going to come? Like what if you were like, you know what, reducing stress would be great, limiting stress would be great, but it's going to come. I need to know what to do when it occurs. And I had the opportunity to go back to my, um, my college this Saturday, or no, not Saturday, um, yesterday, so yesterday, Friday, and give us a, a presentation on yoga and teach some different techniques. And one that I absolutely love is how to really de stress yourself within minutes. So a lot of times we're told, you know, if you're stressed, take a deep breath. Stop and take a deep breath. And I tried that. And in some cases, I found, one, it didn't work. And two, I was just like, you know what, I, it, it's not working, it's not working. So I found it didn't work, but I found that also, I was like, hey, well, why isn't it working? And I come to the conclusion that when you take a deep breath and it doesn't work, okay, one, that, that means there's a lot of stress, but most importantly, which is getting through to solving the problem, is maybe you need to change um, positions and allowing you to take a deep breath. So, what I recommend is opening up your chest before you take a deep breath. So this might be in the form of you know clasping your hands behind your back and then taking a and then opening up your chest, kind of like you're a bird, you know, pushing your chest forward and then taking a deep breath. And I found that that has been extremely successful in really um, opening up my chest and getting rid of the pressure that's in your chest, which is where a lot of people hold their stress. So when you're in a stressful situation, you know, as, um, as much as you can, open up your chest first. And then, take a deep breath. I promise you, you will feel a hundred times better, and it's extremely effective. It, it opens up your chest, it allows you to breathe, and it really reduces your stress level. And then, another technique that I really appreciate is being aware of your breath. And I use being aware of your breath and yoga breath kind of interchangeably, because the whole focus on yoga is being mindful of what you're doing, and you're doing it really deliberately and you're following your breath. So with doing a yoga breath, I try the technique of inhaling through my nose, holding it, for, in, inhaling through my nose for a time period of four seconds, then holding it, for, uh, sorry, not five, but four. So inhale for a seconds, hold it for four seconds and then exhale slowly for four seconds. So again, you inhale for a period of four seconds, hold it for four seconds, and then you exhale for four seconds. And as you're doing this, be aware of your breath and how it is related through your body. And now, I really try to emphasize that individuals breathe through their nose, breathe in and out through the nose, why? Because you get over 40% more air in your lungs when you're breathing through your nose. So breathing through our mouth is actually kind of automatic and something we do on impulse and out of habit. But um, in truth, breathing through your nose gives you more air to your lungs, which can then feed the rest of your body, right? And so Try that practice when you feel very, very stressed. Um, specifically, the opening up of your chest and then taking a deep breath. But then, in terms of helping to control your breath, say you do a little meditation in the morning. Try the four-second breath, where you're taking four breaths for a, well, four seconds and breathing in. So you're taking four seconds, controlling that breath, and then you're breathing out for seconds. And so. Those are just awesome techniques that really get results, and that's what we're about. So then, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show. I am your host, Lillian Daniel, and I started this radio show because I tore my ACL out, um, and then I healed it without surgery and without medical intervention. So no prescription drugs, you know, um, and no, no, you know, intervention through the, through medicine and instead I use natural holistic solutions, specific exercises and um, additions to my diet as well as supplements. And so if you have a a meat a knee issue or you have knee pain and you're just like, you know what, I don't want to look at this like anymore. You know, are you turning thirty? Are you turning forty? And you want to be the best that you can be. You want your coming years to be your best years. You know, you don't want to look back and be like, you know, what, those are the good old days. So the good old days are coming. Good old days are, you know, still on the horizon. And that's really my mindset um, to life. And I help my clients to really get to their happy need. Whatever your goal is, whether it's you want to wake up without having me or you want to be able to walk long distances, that that's really our goal with the happy me to get there. So if you have any questions or you're interested in learning more about the coaching service or about how I may help, email me at lillian at thehappyme.com and I'll be able to really set you up with um, different solutions and help you get to the root of your needle and really get you there to achieve any So if you have any questions and you'd like to call in and participate in our topic today, which is your mind and your knee, the connection between your mind and meditation, mindfulness, and your knee recovery, feel free to call in at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. Nine, five, <clears throat> And so, today's topic, we're discussing your mind and your needs. And, you know, just to kind of overview again, remember that in living a long time, living a great life, there are three areas. There is your activity level, the food that you eat, and your stress level, or your lack of stress. And the area that really, you know, touches on what we're discussing today is stress level. And managing your stress level, you know, it contributes to how long you live, and it also contributes to your behavior as you recover from your knee injury or, from the, or as you really attack knee pain. So, you know, as I discussed earlier, when working with clients, it's really about changing your mindset. Um But not, not, you know, not in terms of in a controlling manner, but more so in an informative manner. Like, you know, you can live life without pain. This is not something you have to accept. Life is good, and that is really part of the mindfulness and the uh, managing your thoughts, managing your stress, and allowing you to get to whatever your need goal is. And so it might be in different stages. For example, the first phase of recovery, if you have an ACL tear, you're not moving that much. And it can be daunting. You can really think that, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do anything. You can get overwhelmed. And the challenge is to really be patient
1: and really
0: use that time to get to know yourself a little bit more, take advantage of the time that you're going to have kind of just not being able to move, and, you know, watching your emotions. How do I feel in certain situation? What energy is, um, or what individuals, what um, environments are giving me energy, positive energy that, you know, encourages me? And so it's like really kind of auditing your environment, especially when you are in the phase of early recovery and you're not able to move that much. You know, because you're going to be kind of a subject of your environment. You want to make sure that it's a positive one. And then in the second phase, it's really again you're going to be You're going to continue to be patient, and you want to have, I don't want to say, well, I do want to say it, a, a level of optimism. But I can kind of assure you that optimism is reality, and that you know you will recover. There is a solution, and it's really kind of just working through the exercise, so working through your treatment with a positive mindset and a resilient um, positivity. And that will really contribute to an effective and a full recovery. So I really, really hope that um, that you guys are able to kind of see some difference and apply these um, tactics as you recover from your knee injury and even as you go through life. Like I said earlier on, I was touching on um, blue zone which is something that everyone can learn from. How can you live longer? What can you learn people that are live that have the longest lives on, on this earth? Like what can we learn from them to make our lives uh, extend a long, for a long period of time as well? And so that quality, the quality of our life to be of a very high quality, and that's really important. And I hope that you guys are able to really apply those. And so again, it's making sure you're auditing your environment. Um, you know, you want to manage, you want to manage that, and be aware of that because it affects your mood, it affects your stress level, and your stress level will affect your life. Like literally, think of, you know, increasing your stress is similar to, you know, smoking and, but in the comparison of you know, I'm not sure the statistic with cigarettes, but you know they say for every pack or every number of cigarettes, you're cutting down the years on your life. And so similarly, for all the stress that you are literally putting yourself in, you can actually be cutting down the years um, that you have on this earth. And it's like if you can avoid it, why not? So manage the environment environment that you're in. Manage your stress levels. Be aware of that, and pull on the technique of opening up your chest or take a deep breath. So you want to make sure that you know taking a deep breath is effective. It really is. But when we're in high stress situations, it can be a challenge to you know to be frustrating because you know a deep breath isn't. And frequently, you see the couple that deep breaths is first opening up your chest and then allowing you to take a deep breath and really giving you the space. So, again, you're listening to The on The Happy Knee Radio Show. And visit thehappyknee.com. Get your happy knee gift, which will provide you with holistic solutions to your knee pain. Get your results literally within days. Some individuals have it within hours. And if you have an immediate knee challenge, email me at lillian at thehappyknee.com. And I will be able to further, um, further. I guess, just that you know, what your knee challenge is really be you to a happy knee. So, again, Lillian on Happy Me Radio Show. Visit thehappyknee.com. Get your happy knee gift. And thank you so much for joining us on today's show where we discuss your mind and your needs. Have a wonderful weekend, and thank you for joining.